Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lucky Life Podcast, where we create our own luck and design the life of our dreams. I'm your host, Melissa Merck. Let's dive right into the episode. Today's topic is just for fun. I wanted to talk about astrology because this is a topic that I find very interesting and I kind of just wanted to share like my thoughts on it. I'm pretty sure I first started learning about astrology when I was comparing my zodiac signs with guys, like me and my friends would do this and for like dating or whatever. Back then it was fully just for fun entertainment, didn't really take it too seriously at all. But now that I have a better understanding of it, it is so crazy accurate. And I know not everyone's gonna agree. I'm pretty sure there's no scientific evidence to support it. However, basically what it is is thousands of years of observational research and they've found, I don't even know who they are, um, but whoever they are, the astrologers, they have found that people born at specific times are more likely to have specific personality traits. I am not an expert on this. I'm definitely not an astrologer or I have like, I think that space is very fascinating, but I literally know nothing about it. But it is very interesting how the sun and the moon heavily affect our world and we can physically see that. Like we can get a sunburn, uh, the moon affects our tides and we are like majority water. So it's like, how are we to say that other planets don't have effect on us as well? Also like full moon, there's proof that people act awry more likely around full moons. So there's definitely something to say about the planets and, you know, you can get into the whole like energy of things. I have no idea how energy and planets work, so I'm not going to sit here and explain explain that. Also, maybe I'm going to change my mind on this topic. I'm like a very gray area thinker and I'm very open-minded, so my mind and opinions change all the time. But I don't know, just like now that I'm more familiar with my birth chart and the signs, it's just, I can't deny how accurate it is just from my own personal experience. I think a lot of people see social media or just like media in general versions of astrology, which is not true astrology. I follow some meme accounts. They're just like funny. You share them because it's like relatable. That is so surface level. It's commercialized. If you really want to get information on yourself, you need to know your entire birth chart. It's not just your sun sign. Your main sign is your sun sign. And then there's your big three, which is your sun, moon, and rising. And then you can get into like all the other planets. There's different houses. It gets kind of complicated. I look at mine every so often for different things and it just like goes deeper and deeper every time I look at it. But the three main ones you want to know are those that I just mentioned. And to find these, you need to know your exact time of birth and where you were born. And then I just use astro.com and you can dive super into depth. I've like, there's so many pages on here that I've not gone through. So yeah, my big three, I'm an Aries sun. Capricorn rising and Aquarius moon and I feel like that is very accurate to who I am. I consider myself to be a very independent person. I can definitely be stubborn at times and I'm I'm very honest and blunt with people. I I don't like to sugarcoat things. I'm very direct and to the point and I feel like that is all very Aries. Capricorn rising I'm not as familiar with but it is an earth sign. It's very um I find Capricorns are very work-driven. I feel like my entrepreneurial spirit is very Aries Capricorn. And then your moon sign is your emotion. So an Aquarius moon, they're very deep and emotional, but they're not good at expressing their emotions. That's kind of my understanding of my big three, and I think I relate to those very much. And when it comes to dating, I try not 
to be that person that asks about people's star signs because I feel like people think you're crazy if the other person's not into it, it can be a turnoff. But as I say that, this is something that I'm, I've been thinking about. I'm like, if this is something that I'm actually interested in, why would I pretend like I'm not to make someone like me? I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's like, you need to be your authentic self and then you will attract the right people to you. And if someone's going to judge me because I think astrology is interesting, then we're probably just not aligned. I don't care if you're not interested in it, but you should be interested in the fact that I'm interested in it, you know? I love diving into the compatibility aspect of zodiac signs. I definitely think there can be exceptions to a rule. Like I wouldn't not date someone based on their sign, but I have found, again, this is just from personal experience, the reasons why my past relationships didn't work out fully make sense according to our zodiac signs. I have mostly dated Pisces and Virgo men, and these are definitely not my best match, but they're also not my worst. They're kind of in the middle somewhere. I would love to date a fellow fire sign, so a Leo Sagittarius. Um, My sister sign is a Libra, but you need to look at your moon sign and rising to like get a full picture on how you would work together. Several years ago, I had this shaman man. I, I don't know what his actual title was, but he hand drew my birth chart. I don't know how people are able to do this because it's so complex, but he wrote it up and he did a deep dive into it and basically told me uh, what my life purpose was, where I'm going to struggle the most. Um, he was able to like pick up on past things that had happened and like things that may happen in the future. It's all so fascinating to me and there's so much in your birth chart. Beyond your big three, there's also like Mars, Venus, Jupiter, whatever, all the planets. And then there's a south node, north node, there's a Chiron. Every time I go back to my chart, there's just like, there's so much to explore. And the other thing I wanted to bring up is astrocartography, which is basically locational astrology. I, I'm pretty sure it's called astrocartography anyways. Um, you can find this on astro.com as well. It's kind of hard to find though, but it's called astro click travel. If you Google that, it might come up. It basically shows you like there's going to be a map and it draws all of these lines throughout the world and it lets you know where you would do better for love, for work, relationships. So I'm born and raised in Vancouver. Vancouver is not a good place for me. There's a big paragraph and I won't bore you by reading it all, but it basically says that I'm more likely to encounter greater emotional disturbances, an increased tendency for change and rebellion. You have a strong urge to free yourself from emotional ties, not that you do not want to get involved with others. You just like to leave yourself a way out. This is not a place that secures continuity. You waver between your willingness to adapt in a very strong rebellious streak. It is as if you were in a tug of war between your desire for freedom and your need for family and partner relations. I don't really get anything positive from that. <laughs> and that's honestly kind of how I feel in Vancouver. Like I've just never really felt like it just like it always just like felt like something hasn't been clicking. Like it's not, I don't know. I also just don't think I have a very Vancouver personality type. I don't even really know how to explain this. That being said, I love Vancouver. It's so beautiful here. It's very safe for the most part. All my family's here. I own my condo. So there's a lot of things tying me down. I don't know. Literally, I have like this tug of war feeling like, do I stay here or am I supposed to like, do I need to break free from all of these possessions and things holding me back and just like start fresh somewhere else? I Tika is like a big one for me, my dog. She's small enough that I could probably travel with her. I'm just like, I haven't looked into all of that, but also I'm just like, I like all my furniture. 
I don't really want to deal with a tenant again. These are all obstacles I could easily work out, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like the right time to make a big move, but it's definitely something that's on my mind. Um, Toronto is a lot better for me, according to astrocartography. Um, not that I would make a move just based off of this, but I used to travel to Toronto for work almost monthly, sometimes multiple times a month. And I've had the best points of my career in Toronto. And every time I go back there, just like there's more happening. So that's definitely a consideration. I'm also strongly considering moving back downtown because I live in the suburbs right now. So I'd still be in Vancouver. I used to travel a lot and I've also moved homes a lot like within the Vancouver realm. I don't wanna just like make another move on a whim, although that's very Aries of me to do. I, I don't know, I just like wanna be very sure about my decision because I don't wanna be like up and moving every year like I used to do. I keep it in the back of my mind and I will make a decision eventually. It just, it doesn't feel like the right time yet. I also feel like I'm in a weird place with my career um, and like personal relationships and like maybe a change of scenery is the thing that's gonna fix it, but I feel like I should fix it before I make a move. I'm just, I'm speaking out loud. This is like something that's been going on in my head. Anywho, we're going off in another tangent. Um, but anyways, if you've never looked at your astro cartography, definitely check it out. It's really interesting. Um, and I find like everything that it says matches up with how I felt about places that I've been. If you look at your map, there's all of these colored lines running through it. And I'm pretty sure the pink one is love. And my pink lines are like very east coast of Canada. Hawaii is pretty good for me. My main one, they all, there's like a circle on each line, which is like the strongest energy of that specific line. So my biggest place for love in this world is in the middle of the ocean, not even remotely close to any land. So that's kind of sad. I would love to have an astrologer on the podcast in the future, someone who has more knowledge on this. I would love to talk more about compatibility between zodiac signs. Um, so maybe that's in the future for the podcast. We'll see. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode or you have any thoughts on this, make sure to leave a comment. I honestly don't even know how to do that, but I know you can because I have comments on some of these podcasts. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating, whatever you feel like it deserves. I'm pretty sure the ratings help push the podcast out, so any rating helps. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back next Monday with a new episode, and I will talk to you then. Bye.